I could sing a song For every bomb that flies I'd sing each and all the ditties There were to be a verse For every dying child's cries For every helpless father's gaze If I could write a love letter To each corpse as it's carried I'd never still my pen If I had to stop a moment For each one as it's buried I'd never move again And the stocks are going up Somewhere in America But I'll sing a song for Gaza destroy if I could shed a tear they would never stop flying if each broken brick were a heart of a little girl or boy all the world's children would be crying if I could hold each shattered body each baby stilled at birth I'd have no time for loneliness I'd spend all my days embracing the people of this savage earth, feeling the poisoned winds caress. And the war profiteers are laughing somewhere in America. But I'll sing a song for Gaza. If each barren pharmacy were a woman's shining eyes, I'd fall in love forever. If each bombed out hospital were a factory in disguise, wouldn't that be clever? But bricks are only bricks, and dust is only dust, and death is all around. Each minute another missile falls And sometimes the only thing to trust Is the shaking of the ground And they're loading up the warplanes Somewhere in America But I'll sing a song for Gaza Sing a song for Gaza. Yeah. We have, we have comments up here. We can see. Uh, there's enough. There are. You just put them on now. Okay. Yeah. That's um. Clapping is allowed. You just you act like normal. Like we're just. You don't have to. Yeah. You know, we're, we're we're live streaming, but you can. I don't know. I gave up on the hybrid events a long time ago, but then I, uh, well, here we are again, so that's okay. <laughs> Just ignore the computer. <laughs> that's recording everything that happens in this room. Um, the good old COVID days, yeah, right, right. Except we're not masked up. Well, this is a song 
a, a song about international solidarity, which a lot of people are thinking about and expressing lately. But it's not about Gaza, it's about another occupied land. Singing along is also encouraged, if you, you know, whether you know, if, preferably the words that I'm singing. Flexible. If you know them. My name is John Riley. I'll have your ear only a while. I left my dear home in Ireland. It was death, starvation, or exile. When I got to America, it was my duty to go. Enter the army and slog across Texas to join in the war against Mexico. And it was there in the pueblos and hillsides that I saw the mistake I had made. Part of a conquering army with the morals of a bayonet blade. And there amidst all these poor dying Catholics, screaming children, the burning stench of it all. Myself and 200 Irishmen decided to rise to the call. From Dublin City to San Diego, we witnessed freedom denied. So we formed the St. Patrick Battalion, and we fought on the Mexican side. We formed the St. Patrick Battalion, and we fought on the Mexican side. We marched beneath the green flag of St. Patrick, emblazoned with Erin But from Dublin City to San Diego, we witnessed freedom denied. So we formed the St. Patrick Battalion, and we fought on the Mexican side. We formed the St. Patrick Battalion, and we fought on the Mexican side. We fought them in five major battles. Churubusco was the last. Overwhelmed by the cannons from Boston, we fell after each mortar blast. Most of us died on that hillside at the service of the Mexican state. So far from our occupied homeland, we were heroes and victims of fate. From Dublin City to San Diego, we witnessed freedom denied. So we formed the St. Patrick Battalion. terror rhetoric that we're hearing all the time lately, more, more, much more than usual, and um, it's really old rhetoric. Um, I wrote this song after the 
the mastermind of terror was captured and the war on terror ended, I think. It was a commando operation of courage and skill. Navy SEAL helicopters flew in for the kill. They had a firefight and they shot him in the head. Now the mastermind of terror, Bin Laden, is dead for all those who love freedom. It's a glorious day in D.C. and New York. They're chanting USA. Fatherless children clutching teddy bears. Lightless veterans with catheters and wheelchairs can all rejoice that the deed is done and the war on terror has been won. As the call to prayer rings from shattered domes They can all run out from the rubble of their homes Now they know their parents didn't die in vain When they heard the roar of a jet plane Now the whole village except 115 Who died one morning unknown and unseen And all rejoice that the deed is done And the war on terror has been won So Marvin says, I'm a Palestinian from Gaza. Your support give me and my family a big hug of love. Thank you all of you. You're presenting the real soul of humanity. And hug and salutation back to you, Marvin. Yes. So this is a song I just wrote a few days ago. Or I guess a couple weeks ago. Mm. Yeah. Mm. We've been singing it at rallies, so. <laughs> <laughs> Broke free, attacking military targets for 
hundred soldiers dead. If you listen to survivors, so many of them said most others who were killed died during the fight as the army came in, destroying everything in sight, smashing down the buildings upon fighters, upon kids. All the evidence suggests that's exactly what they did. And then the Air Force took no time at all to bomb hospitals and churches and to make the towers fall. The Western media just repeats the lies while every minute or so another child dies. Buried beneath the rubble of homes and schools and playgrounds, crushed just seconds after hearing the deafening sound of bombs exploding everywhere. Underneath the rocks slide around the world, people shouting, stop the genocide. At least 10,000 killed just the first four weeks. They killed 5,000 children to bomb the men they seek. But what's happened up to this point will pale in compare with the gravity of what I'm about to share. With more than a million children, it seems impossible to think. The IDF wants no one to have anything to drink. They're bombing water tanks. They're beside the ocean side. Around the world, people shouting, stop the genocide. They walled off the ghetto almost 20 years ago. Sealed it off on all sides to throttle off the flow of what might go in or out, like things to drink or eat, medicine or people, or necessities to meet the needs of two million trapped beneath the bombs, beneath the chemical weapons, burning skin like napalm, beneath the bunker busters the U.S. has provided, around the world people shouting stop the genocide, the world watches on in outrage and in fear as the latest war to end all wars is here. Like the most deadly game of chess, the U.S. Navy in the harbor as if to dare anyone to try to stop the slaughter as the facts on the ground are more dire by the second if we look into the future. How will this be reckoned? We can ask each other in the streets, marching side by side. The world, people shouting, stop the genocide. All of those who wonder, what would I have done the last time there such a holocaust as this one are faced with the dilemma that's bursting at the scene. How to stop the madness of this Israeli regime? How to stop the killing before everybody dies? While there are any parents left to hear the cries of their children in the rubble just before they died around the world, people shouting, stop the genocide. simple concept and um, which was illustrated in 2018-2019 when Palestinians were marching to the fence in Gaza every Friday after Friday prayers and being massacred every Friday for a year and a half. But the message they were bringing was a very simple one. It's the, the core of the whole settler colonial project. I was born a refugee. I don't know all ever seen the old farmhouse I've heard about but it's where I belong there is no doubt Cause my whole family is from that farm we never did nobody harm and if you're confused by what you've heard let me boil it down to a single word I want to know
grandpa say but on the street most every day the neighbor's kids would kick a ball with my dad when he was small we were christians they were jews but it was no big deal religious views so it was strange when at the point of a gun across the river we had to songs and we all knew where we belong we grew crops life was good there in the land where jesus stood now we're scattered everywhere but there's no peace anywhere i'm just searching for some kind of sign for some way back commentary in Arabic too. Yeah. I highly approve. Yeah. I'll translate that later. So what we're seeing in a lot of places is an amazing outpouring of people on the streets. Like in Denmark, they've been having marches that begin in five different neighborhoods in Copenhagen. They all converge in the center of town into a bigger march and that's been happening every day. And that's uh, really heartening to see. Other parts of the world, in the United States, we have um, we have everybody arguing with each other about uh, who's more oppressed, and that has not stopped in the face of a genocidal bombing campaign. It's still going on, and this is a song about those people arguing with each other. I don't drive a car because they run on gas, but if I did, it did run on biomass. I ride a bike or sometimes a skateboard. So and your yummy hordes sitting all day in the traffic queues I'm a better anarchist than you I don't eat meat I just live on moldy chives or the donuts that I found in last week's dumpster dives look at you people in that restaurant I think you are so sad when you could have been eating bagels like the ones that I just had I think it is a shame all the birds want things you do than you. I don't wear leather, and I like my clothes in black, and I made a really cool hammock from a moldy coffee sack. I like to hop on freight trains. I think that is so cool. It's so much funner doing this than being 
stuck in school. I can't believe you're wearing those brand new shiny shoes. I'm a better anarchist than you. I don't have sex, and there will be no sequel because heterosexual relationships are inherently unequal. I'll just keep on moshing to anti-flag and crass until there are no differences in gender, race, or class. All you brainwashed readers, you just haven't got a clue. I'm a better anarchist than you. I don't believe in leaders. I think consensus is the key. I don't believe in stupid notions like representative democracy. Whether or not it works, I know it is the case that only direct action can save the human race. So when I see you in your voting booth, then I know it's true. I'm a better anarchist than you. I am not a pacifist. I like throwing bricks. And when the cops have caught me and I've taken a few licks, I always feel lucky if I get a bloody nose because I feel so militant and everybody knows. By the time the riot is all through, I'm a better anarchist than you. I'm a better anarchist than you. Oh, sorry, yes, yeah, sorry, they couldn't, oh gosh, come mm -hmm. on, um, it says, uh, they, they were ill and couldn't come to the concert. Ah, no, okay, <laughs> so the Gita can catch this one, hope you feel better soon. That's good. I feel like we're, it's like, I guess they do this when they're like running a live radio show, and like, yeah, it's, it's, it's there's precedent. <laughs> So um, the uh, uh, Secretary General of the United Nations a couple weeks ago dared to suggest or even, you know, comment that uh, that uh, history did not begin on October 6th, 7th, and for that he's being called a terrorist. But um, I also happen to know that history did not begin on September 11th, 2001, either. You know, they both... Neither one of these events happened in a vacuum. Life could have been different. Think I don't know. Could have been born in Paris or in the Wisconsin snow. But I'm from this desert and here I will stand.
is your leader's command. Three weeks ago, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Hear the drones above your head. What were the last words that she said before she joined the thousands dead? Sound the earthquake shaking all the ground as the bombs rain. 
ostriches to rocks. Feel the awe and feel the shock as the bombs rain down. See the sewage in the street mixed with blood beneath your feet before the sonic boom repeats as the bombs rain down. See the darkness of the night, no power for the lights, but the explosions are so bright as the bombs rain Chile, back by the CIA 50 years ago in 1973, there were were people engaged in um, industrial actions to um, try to help oppose Chilean fascism. And this is a story from Scotland. Jet fighters bombed the palace. We all watched it on TV. The 11th of September, 1973. All across the world, people cried in vain as we heard stories of the students being tortured and slain. Stories of the workers, shop stewards, and the rest being slaughtered at the new dictator's behest. Labor groups condemned it, said we were on the workers' side including all the engineers of East Hill Ride. People organized a boycott of General Pinochet, who had overthrown Allende with a Hawker Hunter jet. Then a few months later, March of 74, Bob Fulton came to work at the Rolls-Royce factory floor. He looked at the orders that had come in that day and found crates with jet engines from Chile. Jet engines from the Air Force across the ocean wide sent to be repaired in East Kilbride. It didn't take a minute for Fulton and his mates to come to the decision they would not touch these crates Soon 4,000 Rolls-Royce workers voted they agreed to stand with the Chileans in their hour of need. Management decried them, the Tories screamed and cussed, but the Hawker Hunter engines were left to sit and rust. Nowhere else on earth were workers qualified to repair the engines sitting there in East Kilbride. often hard to know you've changed anything a whit but decades later a Chilean general would admit for a time in Santiago there were no fighters in the sky 
because the whole Chilean Air Force had not one jet that could fly. They may not have changed the world, this group of Union engineers, but these crates of metal sat corroding for four years. So, so here's to British labor, how for four years it tried to do what could be done from East Kilbride. Jet fighters bombed the palace. We all watched it on TV. The 11th of September, 1973. And um, right at around that same time, a few years earlier, two years earlier, some uh, folks uh, who were very, very much opposed to the war in the American war in Vietnam, as they call the war in Vietnam, the American war. Um, they, uh, they took another form of, I guess, industrial action could be, could be a name for it, but more like uh, piracy on the high seas. <laughs> direct um, action. Yeah, direct action. <laughs> Marine, horrified by what they heard along with what they'd seen. They began to have discussions. They found a common goal. They joined the crew of the Columbia Eagle and then they take control. The ship was full of napalm heading across the sea to be loaded on the planes and be dropped upon the country to burn the skin off people beneath it at the time. They vowed to break the law to prevent a greater crime. They thought they'd spend their lives in prison, or more likely they would die. But Clyde and Al agreed that at least they had to try to sail to Cambodia with all the napalm as well, where it might remain forever, the bombs that never fell. Not off course by much more than a bit. 
The future of the folly, perhaps they didn't change it. But while the blood was flowing and most people spent their days maybe marching in the streets or just joining the rat race, there are those among us who can say they really tried, who did everything they possibly could to stop the fratricide. If you see a big white beard on the central eastern shore, he might be a mutineer who tried to stop the war. Gather round, I'll tell a story about a man I know what he did across the ocean half a century ago. Let's see here. Um, oh yeah, more sabotage and industrial actions. Let's see. It's, um, that's a bit of a theme. Yeah. <laughs> the most exciting thing um, that's been happening for the past um, two and a half years um, in, in my orbit or you know within my radar is, um, is in England and Scotland um, there's a group called Palestine Action that's been uh, trespassing on the factory floors of Elbit Systems uh, which makes arms and ammunition for the Israeli military and uh, they trespass onto the floor of the factories and with sledgehammers and smash everything in sight sometimes doing millions of dollars worth of damage Eventually, they get arrested, they go to prison for a few hours, they get let out, the Crown tries to prosecute, and they continually get found not guilty because of the proportionality defense, which doesn't seem to be working for Julian Assange, but it works for these folks who, um, under the proportionality defense, because um, Elbit Systems is aiding and abetting uh, a government which is continually committing war crimes, which are illegal under British law, um, then even though they continue to make these weapons in Britain and continue to you know, violate their own laws by doing so, uh, people smashing the factory are enforcing British law, uh, essentially. So they, they, they get found not guilty because proportionately they are just correcting a, a wrong and, and the proportionality defense just says, well, the, the, the wrong here is the war crimes and what they're doing here is irrelevant in comparison. Mm -hmm. So It's in proportion to the crime that they're preventing. So I don't know how much... Of a which is the opposite of which is the opposite of the being in proportion to what Israel is doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and I don't know how, how I don't know how, what kind of parliamentary majority they're going to need to actually change this law, you know. But uh, hopefully they don't have it. But but we wrote I wrote them a theme song. Protests were going on. They were going on for years, and Palestine action started smashing up the gears. And that's when the people got up off of their seats, took their families into town and blockaded the streets. For three days and nights, you could hear the hammer swing, though no one knew for sure what the future might bring. They knew one thing for certain, these weapons of war must not be sent to the ports they're heading for. So this is a note to Elbit Systems, it will be shut down. When the sledgehammers of justice come to town After smashing up equipment and smashing a whole bunch A lot of folks began developing a hunch The cops took three full days to send anyone inside And after 15 hours they let the charges slide
It seems the prosecutors understood the climb. British companies aiding and abetting war crimes. The factory in Oldham had to close its gate. And the muralists in Palestine said that smashing great. So this is a no 12-bit system. You will be shut down when the sledgehammers of justice come to town. Civil disobedience is stronger than the tongue. Taking action here so the weapons go nowhere. So they don't get sent to the IOF cause we know what they'll do there. And so does the Prime Minister and the men who he supports. Selling weapons to war criminals who don't want to go to court. Who don't want to face the facts of what they've done. Where the bullets go when they're fired from the guns. So this is a no 12-bit system, we will be shut down When the sledgehammers of justice come to town This is a no 12-bit system, you will be shut down When the sledgehammers of justice come to town When the sledgehammers of justice come to town This is a couple more that I have in mind anyway. This is, um, well, I've written songs about most of the wars that Israel has waged against Gaza. And um, this is from the one in 2021. And if you've seen the footage of those 12 story apartment blocks collapsing underneath the bombs. They should look familiar to anybody that lived through September 11th. I heard them marching, chanting kill them all. I saw millions of people trapped behind ghetto walls. I saw the soldiers shooting every Friday afternoon. I saw some exposed to sickness with others made immune. I saw the tear gas in Al-Aqsa, eyes open wide. I saw the mob attack the motorist and beat him till he died. I heard the generals lying. I saw the tanks moving in. I heard the settlers shouting, let the killing begin. Look up above, hear the ear-splitting sound. Watch the buildings crumble to the ground. See the planes in the sky there by the sea, so much like New York City. I heard the wailing voices of the dying and forlorn, of the kids who couldn't get out, those who weren't warned. I saw all the schools and hospitals in pieces there still. From the last time the IOF came to maim and kill, I saw the brave children with piles of rocks facing tanks demolishing city blocks. What's left of the grove but some sap as they try to wipe Palestine off the map. Look up above, hear the ear-splitting sound. Watch the buildings crumble to the ground. See the plane 
things in the sky there by the sea so much like New York City. I heard the DNC and all the Republicans too pledge allegiance to Netanyahu. I heard the president start the story with rockets from a ghetto where people live in rubble, starved by an embargo. I saw a whole lot of crocodile tears on display for the zillionth time. I heard politicians say, can both sides please de-escalate? On one side are they occupied, on the other an apartheid state. Look up above, hear the ear-splitting sound. Watch the buildings crumble to the ground. See the planes in the sky there by the sea, so much like New York City. I heard them marching, chanting, kill them all. I saw millions of people trapped behind ghetto walls. And we will end on a hopeful note. No, no, we won't. No. Oh, we, we, we will hope, I think we will. We I will. think we will, but, but we, we, might we, do can't, something else we first. can't not sing. Oh, yeah. No, we have to do that. Which one? You think they're yeah. building a wall? Or? Oh, we have to sing that too. Oh, yeah. Okay. We've also got to sing. Oh, yeah. Um, no, you're quite and, right. And I think I, I, I would like to say just something mm. a response to a, a comment good, someone good. What made. We? Just, um, it, uh, it, songs can be about more than just. Um, you should do this thing. That's all I want to say. The song might be about you should understand this thing. <laughs> um, and they, they want to tell us that well, there's no way to understand um, what happened on 9-11 or there's no way to understand how, you know, the people of Hamas could have um, made the attacks that they did. Um, you can be explaining something. You, I mean, whether or not you, whether or not people decide, oh, I'm going to do that too. That, that's not necessarily what a song is for. Yeah, understanding is not the same as justifying or rationalizing. It's, it's yeah, right? yeah. It's, that's a very important distinction that is lost on the internet world, generally. And the BBC, apparently. And the BBC, and NPR, and ABC. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. and, <laughs> and the German media. all the different medias. I just know about the ones that have English language broadcasts like France, Germany, Britain. They all suck. Australia. Yes. Canada. I definitely attest to the Australian media sucking. United States especially, but although actually the Australian media is possibly worse. It's <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, Rupert Murdoch came from there, so, you know. What do you expect? Yeah, and speaking of BBC, they used to play this on BBC, this song. Then the guy who played it got fired. Child, what will you remember when you recall your 16th year? The horrid sound of helicopter gunships The rumble of the tanks as they drew near As the world went about its business And I burned another tank of gasoline The Dow Jones lost a couple points that day 
while you were crying in the city of Janine. Did they even give your parents warning before they blew the windows out with shells? While you hid inside the high school basement amidst the ringing of church bells as you watched your teacher crumple by the doorway and in England they were toasting to the Queen you were so far from the thoughts of so many huddled in the city of Janine of the taunting of the soldiers or of the shit they smeared upon the walls were you thinking of your cousin after torture or Tel Aviv and its glittering shopping malls when the fat men in their mansions say that you don't want peace did you wonder what they mean as you sat Amidst the stench inside the darkness In the shattered city of Janine What went through your mind on that day At the sight of your mother's vacant eyes As she lay still among the rubble Neath the blue Middle Eastern skies as you stood upon this bulldozed building with the settlements and their hills so green as your tears gave way to grim determination amidst the ruins of the city of Janine why should anybody wonder as you stepped on crowded bus across the green line and you reached inside your jacket for the cord were you thinking of your neighbors buried bodies as you made the stage for this scene as you set off the explosives that were strapped around your waist were you thinking of the are rightly paying attention to Gaza and Israel is upping the ante in the occupied yeah. West Bank and they are attacking Janine and the, the refugee camp, just refugee camps of course, but particularly the Janine refugee camp. And they've killed 205 Palestinians in the West Bank since October 7th. I sang this song in front of the wall when they were building it in 2005 and, and now it's built. They're building a wall, a wall between friends, a wall that justifies any means for their ends, a wall between Semites, rich and poor, brothers and sisters from not so long before, many feet thick and thirty feet high. 
a person you might know To whom you might confide Now just a stranger On the other side They're building a wall Between water and land So we can eat fruit They can eat sand A wall to make sure that our orchards will grow and our kids can get fat and not need to know of the cities in ruins and the children in fear that your fathers and brothers in tanks might be near a wall to keep quiet that which you fear most so you don't have to listen to your grandfather's ghost. You're building a wall between future and past. A wall to keep separate the chambers of gas from bulldozers, gunships, and the tears of a child. Dignity. The terrible sound of the houses that crumble and the children that die. A wall to keep separate the truth from the lie. They're building a wall at such a cost. Land golden safety. exactly what needs to happen and isn't but the idea has been around for a long time and it's a very good idea Of the world combined. 